Hey, Billy, why don't we tell them what we're about, man? So we're here to welcome you to the Madhouse Chronicles. It's a talk show with myself, Billy Morrison. And me, as yours, This man, Prince of Darkness, and we watch and react to the maddest internet clips. What do we discuss, Ozzy? Drugs, rock and roll, aliens, all that kind of shit. Drugs, rock and roll, aliens, and all that kinds of shit. Come and join Ozzy and myself. Visit OsborneMediaHouse.com to get special access to... Come to, on! What do you say? Do you think it's the wildest show on the internet? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add the slang self podcast in the how did you hear about Podgo section of the application. You're listening to the Slang Self Doubt Podcast, where we empower women of faith to identify, acknowledge, and accept their doubts and limits and beliefs in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of the Slaying Self Doubt Podcast. It's your girl, Felicia Wallace. Welcome to all of the new and continued listeners. As always, thank y'all so much for being here. And just, I don't care how you got here, whether or not you found the podcast by way of a guest episode, solo episode, or you found me on Google. Thank you for being here. Um, Every time you show up, it is just a blessing to me. So I just, you show up. And so then I just continue to show up. Um, So the wins for this week, y'all, my youngest son had his fifth grade promotion. um, And it was just, it's one of the moments where like these last two years have kind of gone by and um, I knew he was in the fifth grade, but I didn't really realize he was in the fifth grade, if that makes sense. And so when we got to the end of the school year, I was like, you're supposed to be going to middle school, right? Shouldn't it be like a promotion? And, you know, I just was thankful that the school did do something. Um, It was virtual, but it was a way for everybody to be able to, you know, celebrate the kids. And he he wore out his celebration, y'all. Like, let me tell you, he had me in here being a short order cook in the morning. He wanted Belgian waffles. Um, he wanted to make sure he had cake. He, you know, he tried me and was talking about, you could bring me breakfast in bed. Boy, ain't nobody doing all that. Um, but he was celebrating and he, you know, he definitely enjoyed it. And I was also able to attend my younger cousin's um, graduation from high school, which was a special occasion because, um, you know, even she said like, we, we, we really grew up with her. Um, and it was just, it was an honor to be able to be there. Like when you think about the fact that during this time, people had to have limited guests to be able to come just to be one of the limited, um, was just definitely a great feeling. You never realize how much of an impact you actually make with people, um, in your life, in your family. Like you take those things for granted. Um, until something like this happens and it's like oh you want me to go that's how I felt like I was all teary eyed like I just I felt grateful and honored and so um I know I said it last weekend but congratulations to all the graduates so many people um I guess just because how life happened I didn't realize so many people that I knew their kids was graduating whether it was from 
um, high school, middle school, uh, pre-K, kindergarten, fifth grade. Like it just, it was a lot. So this was definitely a time to be able to celebrate with um, each other. And so that was, it was a great thing. Uh, so the announcements for this week, you guys, slang self-doubt merch is bizzack. Y'all know, I told y'all the first time I was operating out of order, went and bought them shirts and the Lord was like, sis, ain't nobody tell you do all of that. So I took a little bit of a break because I really needed to know like, okay, what am I supposed to do? Um, and so this was the way that he told me to do it. And um, so we are back. If you go to the website, um, you can click the link in um, the bio or on Instagram and um, you get yourself a t-shirt, sweatshirts, we got hats, we got cups, I even got a tote bag, y'all, we got cell phone, um, cell phone covers, like, we, I got it, I got you, Samsung and, and, and iPhones, I got you covered, even new joints, the 12s, okay, I got you, um, so if you just need a reminder that you are slaying yourself out every single day, definitely go to the website and pick something up, and, you know, buy a gift, you know what I'm saying, this is a great time to just go ahead, get yourself, get, get, get your people's gifts for the future, just go ahead and grab it right now, um, so, I want to have a discussion about something that I feel like I've talked around. I've probably had conversations with other people on the show, um, but I really wanted to dig into it because you guys have listened to me and you've gone, listened to my story and you've listened to me have this uh, like this roller coaster thing of like the Lord is working on me and then I get it and then I go back down and I'm up and then I'm down right and one of the things that I came to realize um, over the past two weeks is that um, there's a lot of times where I'm not really being obedient right and um, <laughs> it's funny because it's not it really isn't funny but um, it is funny because it's not like you know better, right? Like anybody who is in relationship with the Lord, like you know better. And I know better. I know that when I operate in obedience, my life is just a whole lot easier. I'm stress-free. Like, it's just like, girl, do what you're supposed to do, right? Um, and one of the things about it is, is that sometimes obedience is, not even sometimes, obedience is hard, right? Let's just be honest. It is difficult because you are required to do something different than everybody else. It does not look the same for you. When you are operating a purpose and God has something particularly for you, you have an assignment. You can't move like everybody else move. And sometimes we get caught up in that. And so last week I talked about, you know, keep doing the work. And so this week I really want to break down kind of what obedience is and um, I really want to just have this discussion. So this is probably going to be maybe like a four or five part series um, just from my, my perspective, right? So um, the name of this episode is called Obedience is My Responsibility because it is. It doesn't belong to anybody else but me. And I think sometimes we forget that. Well, I do at least. Um, so a few years ago, I saw a post on Instagram and I've mentioned it on here before. Um, I don't know who it, it was, um, so I'm not sure who to credit, but um, it was a post that said, obedience is our responsibility, outcome is God's. And I wrote that thing down with the quickness, okay? It's on my wall. I had it in my phone. I think I made a reposted it or whatever have you. And it was something that resonated with me. And I was just like, 
like, yes, because it sounds so like, yes, you're right. Obedience is our responsibility. Outcome is God's. Yeah, like, yeah, that's so key. But when it comes to doing the work, y'all know the story. This podcast was an assignment from God that had my self-doubt and limiting beliefs telling me that nobody would listen. But you, yes, you kept showing up every week to listen to this podcast and because you keep showing up so do I if you enjoy this podcast and would love to support me and future episodes please consider making a donation by simply purchasing me a coffee if you would like to donate click the buy me a coffee link now back to the show obedience also means that you have to release some control right and so I I was laughing earlier because you know, I struggle with obedience because I want things my way. I want to still be able to have control and you cannot be obedient. You cannot obey God and also have control. That does not work at all. Um, And so in talking about in in wanting to spend the next couple of weeks talking about obedience in this episode, I want to define what obedience is and discuss what it means to be obedient to God. Um, so I looked it up because I wanted to be clear about it uh, from a biblical standpoint, right? So the definition of obedience from Holloman's Illustrated Bible Dictionary is to hear God's word and act accordingly. Okay, we already know what act accordingly means, right? You you know, you, you tell somebody something and you'd be like, now do it, right? Um, so biblical obedience to God means to hear, trust, submit, and surrender to God and his word. So the first step to obedience, y'all, is hearing. Literally hearing God's word, hearing from God, that is the first step. You have to, if you don't, you don't, if you don't hear from God, you don't even know what to obey. So what what are you being, who are you being obedient to if you don't hear it from him? And I found myself in that, that space far too many times and so Romans 10 17 says so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God Um, and so when we talk about obedience obedience is connected to faith right when you step out on faith on anything you're being obedient to what you've heard God say and the thing about it is is that if you don't have um I would say there are so I, I when I was going through this, I really thought about it and I broke it down and I was like, this to me, there are five things that you need to do in order to hear from God. Um, and over the course of my journey with God and being a Christian, um, you know, there's been lots of times I've been obedient and there's been lots of times that I haven't been. Um, and I feel like that sometimes I get stuck in a certain certain space of these five things, right? So I want to break them down and then um just kind of you know, share a little personal story about myself to be able to just like connect it all together, right? So um, the five things that I think that you truly need to be able to do in order to hear from God is um, relationship, reading, reverence, ready, and receive. So those are the five R's, right? Um, So relationship. First of all, you have to have a relationship with him. It ain't your mothers. It ain't your grannies. It ain't your sisters. It ain't your cousin. It ain't your auntie. They can all pray for you. Your husband can pray for you. Your daddy can pray for you. Your grandpa, your grandma, all of them, they can pray for you. They can teach you about him. They can share their testimony. I can share. You can listen to all the sermons. You can listen to all the podcasts that you want to. But if you do not have a personal relationship with him, you, I don't, I have no idea 
who you hearing from, but I can guarantee you it ain't from him. And when I say a personal relationship, for me, I talk to God the same way I talk to y'all. I call him Slim, Joe, Bama. It don't matter because that's that he, I, I heard earlier this week um, in listening to a sermon from uh, Transformation Church is that we are equipped to talk like God knows our personality. He gave it to us. So he does not expect for you to be um, talking in a way that is not from you, right? A lot of times, you know, growing up for me, especially being, I done been to Catholic churches, AME, Baptist, all of that, you, it could get confusing about how you, you supposed to pray, you know, whether you should be saying Father, Father God, you know, God, Lord, uh, Yahweh, like all, all the things I, like you could, I'm not going to say that you can't, it, it is, it can't get confusing, but, um, once you have that, you develop that relationship and you have a like, you have a relationship with him, you have to develop that. And the only way you build a relationship with anybody is if you talk to them. So if you are not communicating with God on a regular basis, how do you have a relationship? If you were dating someone, if they wasn't calling you or they was talking to you, it would be a situationship, right? It would not be a relationship. You'd be like, we talk like oh it's cool or whatever it wouldn't really be nothing it ain't nothing serious so how do you think that God feels about us right because I'm, I'm getting on myself today too how do you think he feels about us when we don't talk to him we got time to talk to everybody else but we're not trying to build our relationship with him right and so in order for you to be able to hear from him you have to have that connection you have to be having a, a regular conversation with him so that you know the difference between his voice and yours because that's the that's a okay that will clip us up every single time we think we hear it and we thought it was from him I told y'all before when it was time for me to transition out my job I was clear I heard God say it's time to go and I added on so I'm leaving in October gonna be gone for three months I'm gonna get another job like I added all the other stuff right and I you know recently been going back in my journals and I had to I read a, a journal entry that I wrote where I was legit like okay God so I know I heard you say that but did I add the rest of that like I had to ask like did I and it was like having those conversations and um doing it I was able to like process my thoughts right um and so and whether you do it by way of journaling or praying, you need to have a creative relationship with him and you need to start communicating with him regularly. That is, that is going to be the first step. The second thing is reading. That is reading the Bible, getting into the word of God. And I know for a lot of people, because I started here too, um, God is not asking you to be a pastor. He's not asking you to be a priest. He is not asking you to be in seminary school. He wants you to just get started right and so for me I got started by downloading the bible bible app right and was you version I think yeah the you version app and I started with just devotionals and I still do devotionals um but that was where I started I started with little stuff with whatever was going on right now in, during that situation right and so when I said okay I really need to get into reading the word of God because in the Bible is where God says all the things that we're struggling with, with all this self-doubt and, and, and obedience and being faithful and all this stuff, it's in the Bible what he's, he's already given us 
the roadmap to combat all the stuff that we we dealing with anyway right but if you don't take the time to read it how would you know right how would you know how to combat the things or to know that you're not by yourself because when I tell you there's plenty of people in this bible who were not obedient and they learned a lesson okay um when I first started posting on social media for the podcast, oh my goodness, it was a disaster. I did not know what I was doing. I was guessing at everything. Then things shifted for me when I got introduced to three platforms that changed the game for me. I started using Canva for my graphics, Caption Writer for my captions, and Wave for the audiograms. Seriously, if you go back to the beginning of the Slaying Self Doubt Instagram page, you will see the transformation. If you are in the process of branding or rebranding yourself, I recommend you try out these platforms. Canva has hundreds of templates that you can choose from to design any type of post you desire. Caption Writer allows you to create and save your captions with the perfect line breaks and even lets you add different fonts. Wave helps you create snippets of your content to share with your followers. They have closed captions and those cool little wavy lines. If you're interested in trying them out, click the links in the show notes to start using them today. Now, back to the show. It's we're, it's, it's a little bit different for us, right? And I feel like in the current generations as well, like this, this generation now, um, it's not so much like, okay, this is what you you read and this is what the Lord says. And it's like, like pressed upon you in a in a very like um well you better do this and you gotta do that it's not like that it's very god is he's not like that he's he is very free-flowing right and so when we talk about creating a relationship with him when you read you got to do what comes naturally to you because if you don't do what comes naturally to you you're not going to receive it. You're not going to be able to get what he's trying to give you because you're trying to do it the way you see your your pastor do it or the way you see your grandmother doing it. And you have to be able to figure out the ways that like, let me start small, right? I told y'all before that when I started small group, I was so hesitant about it because I was like, I don't know no scriptures. I was like, I probably know, you know, the Lord's prayer, and Jesus wept, but that's about it. I like I didn't have anything to memory. There was no way for me to be like, you know, Philippians 4, 3 says blah, 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 blah. I couldn't tell you exactly where, you know, the books of the Bible were. Like I it was all jumbled up just based on me growing up and hearing stuff from going to church and all that stuff. But I didn't know anything. And so then that it was a lack of confidence for me, right? And I felt like that's what I needed. I needed to be reading from the Bible in order to lead these small groups, right? And so that was the thing I struggled with, whereas now, you know, we are seven, six, seven years later. And when I journal, y'all, like legit journaling at night or even journaling in the morning, I find myself un- like writing down scriptures, like your word says, blah, 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 blah. It didn't come from the actual Bible. Honestly, it came from doing the Bible app, highlighting it, copying and pasting it and putting it somewhere writing it down on my wall like for me to be able when I was at the point where I was saying you know I'm standing on Judges 614 go with the strength you have I am sending you that was a big move that was big for me because I did that wasn't where I wasn't there so it takes time for you to get there so with you know with but you have you have to get into his word you have to there's like literally you don't you don't know because the other part is is that when we're talking about hearing from God 
when you're in his word, it confirms sometimes what he says. You're able to, he will take you right to the, you know, like you need this word, right? And you need to read this. Like when I was doing, you know, getting ready for this episode and I was like, okay, Lord, like I need a scripture for hearing, like hearing your word. Like I didn't know exactly. And he took me to Romans 10, 17. And it was just like, you know, could it, could, there's lots of scriptures that have like hearing from God in it, but this one was like, that's the one you need because faith comes by hearing. And sometimes that's what we're losing. We're losing our faith because we aren't being obedient and it goes hand in hand. And it's just this thing like, it, it ain't just about hearing, sis. It's about the faith and it's about the action of the, of the doing, right? Um, the third thing is reverence. So reverence is like worshiping, praising God for his continued grace and mercy, because in the midst of you being obedient, some things will happen that are great and you will feel this unspeakable joy. And sometimes you're obedient and nothing happens. At the end of the day, God's promises will always be revealed and he will do exactly what he said he did. He said he would. It just may, may not be in a time that you need. But in the midst of that, you should still be worshiping and praising him you should still have a reverence for him of like God I believe that you will that what you said to me will come to pass I believe that the assignment that you've given to me is for me I believe it like that is what reverence and that that is that worship it and it also allows you to have a deeper connection to him you know for me there are times where um at my church um Zion Church we've had just worship right and um for those of you all who aren't sure like every church doesn't do it I'm pretty sure most black churches do but um it's where they just play worship music right and the choir sings or the praise and worship team sings and there's no there's no message the pastor may come and say little things whatever's on his heart holy spirit but the holy spirit is moving through that thing right and i remember when i was in the midst of this journey and i was really really struggling with like what am i supposed to do what am i supposed to i literally went to the very last service this sunday on that particular sunday and it was an impromptu worship it literally was like it was not he had preached (laughs) <laughs> the three episodes before that, I mean, not three episodes, but the three sermons before that. Um, but that one o'clock service was literally just worship. And I remember him, like I can hear it. I remember just struggling with it. Like I was crying and I just was being quiet. And it was a moment in there when he was like, God is telling me somebody needs to just say yes. And I remember my sister was sitting next to me and I remember just breaking down and just being like, yes, because guess what? I had a relationship with him. I was already reading it in his word and he was, he was giving me some direction and I was, I was fighting in it but in that moment of worship and in that moment of praising him I said yes and I ain't looked back since so you know (laughs) Um, the next thing I would say is that you have to be ready that is preparing your heart and your mind for him for whatever he's going to give you Um, you have to be in the space of openness I've said this before when you are when your hands are closed you can't give or receive and so if your heart is closed to him if your mind is closed to him you know for most people God is not an audible voice he's not like Felicia don't do this right (laughs) that's not how it is for me um, it's a prompting in my in my 
in my body. Like, it's just that I, I know, like, it's just like this feeling. Or um, when it was time for me to transition out my, my job, I did hear audible voice. I heard him say, it's time to go, right? But throughout that process, I had to be, I didn't, I didn't know what that meant. Like, I assumed it meant leave my job, right? And I thought it meant like, put your notice in, let's go. Um, but it still was a process. But that entire time, I had to prepare my heart. I had to, what I had to pause when it was time for me to pause. But if I wasn't open and I wasn't preparing myself for that, I wouldn't be able to do um, I wouldn't have been in a place to get the last thing, which is to receive. And that is when you actually hear God's voice in your heart and in your mind. So even talking about the, the when God said for me to leave my job, had those other four things not been in play? Because the thing about it was, is that I knew something was coming prior to him telling me. I, in in reading my journals, all of 2017 was a transition. All of 2017 was me being like, God, use me. I don't know what is happening. I can feel, I don't know what the next thing is. I'm not sure, but I was, I was talking to him. So I had a relationship. I was in my word. I was reading, I was doing devotionals. Um, I was in, in doing more, um, uh, studies with my small group about, you know, um, being connected to God and finding ways to pray and different things like that. I was worshiping, but in, in that time I was getting up in the morning and like, I had one of my small group members calling me at five 30 in the morning to wake me up so that I could go into my closet and just listen to worship music and praise him before I started to work, um, my work day and journaling. Um, and so all of that was getting me ready. I was ready to receive when he was, when he was ready to give it to me. Cause I, in looking back at my journals, I kept saying the same thing, Lord, I don't know what you want me to do but when you if you could just tell me I don't know what it is I feel it it was I once he knew I was ready he knew I was going to be able to hear him on that day now never mind the fact that I made up the other stuff but if I had not done those other steps if I hadn't really been in a posture to be able to receive I would have missed the message y'all I would have it would have gone right past me um and and I was able to hear him clearly in the midst of chaos right because on that day I was um the only person at work the phones was ringing off the hook my supervisor like I was on a conference call my AVP came in at the same time and was like oh you're sitting at the front desk yes lady the people called out of work like what 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 I'm you know I'm trying to help patients help the like it's so much going on and in the midst of like and when I think back to that moment I was like I didn't hear anything else but what God said because he knew I was ready. He knew my heart was ready. He knew my mind was ready. And he could he could download in me what he needed. And so as we go through this series of just talking about obedience, I really want you to keep these things at the forefront of your mind of what you need to be doing um, to make sure that you hear from him and to make sure that you're ready when he's ready to give you your assignment. Like you have to be ready for him to give you, you have to be able to receive it. And a lot of times we, I, I, I know that I've missed previous assignments and current ones, apparently, um, because I wasn't ready. I wasn't in the right frame of mind. I was distracted. I was allowing other things to um, take up my time. You know, maybe I wasn't reading my word. Maybe I wasn't 
you know, worshiping and praising and having that reverence for him. Maybe I wasn't ready because again, because I was distracted. And so um, there's lots of times where we find ourselves in a cycle and you'd be like, you know, I'm in a, I have a relationship. It's personal we cool you know what I mean but maybe I'm I'm not doing the things that I need to do on a consistent basis in order to um just be able to receive from him so um today again we just talked about one of um talked about being obedient and talking about five things that I think that you need to have in order to truly hear from God and it's to have a relationship with him um to read read um reading and so getting into his word um like I said even if you just thought were devotionals off the bible app um something simple um reverence worshiping and praising him for what he is doing and what he's already done um ready getting your preparing your heart and your mind um, to do the last thing, which is to receive, receive what it is that he is placing on your heart, which is to hear God's voice in your heart and your mind. So I really do hope this was something that was useful for you all. Um, you know, as always, I just thank y'all for rocking with me. We are, you know, this is episode 132 y'all like in, in real life, there was, I, I just, I can't believe it. <laughs> I really can't because there was a period of time that I was like, I can't even put out one. And now I'm at 132. So um, I would love to talk to y'all in the comments on Instagram about this conversation and about this episode, um, because I really do. I, I want to hear from y'all, first of all. But honestly, I really want to know what what are some other ways that may be like you? What, what are some ways that you think that you need? things that you may need to do to be able to hear from God. And even if we're talking about those five things, like where do you feel like you're stuck at? Are you stuck in the relationship at the re reading, at the reverence, at the ready or the receiving? Where do you feel like you need to work a little bit more on? So make sure that you comment, share, rate and review. Um, Y'all know where to find me, slant self-doubt everywhere. Uh, if you are interested in booking a connection call with me to start your self-doubt journey, y'all know where to find me at www.feliciawallace.com and schedule your appointment today um that's all i got y'all so i really do hope that y'all enjoyed it and until next week see ya all right y'all that's all for this week thanks for listening and don't forget to share subscribe rate and review remember to head over to facebook and instagram and follow me at slain self-doubt oh wait don't forget go to my youtube channel and watch this episode and remember to press the subscribe button until next week see ya <laughs>